You are listening to KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. Hello, hello. Dancing your way into Dance, the yeah. second show of the year. Yes, you're this is. I, I didn't even realize that for a little bit. I was like, hmm. I know. It it's is exciting. Crazy. So the Outspoken Boys are back. We are. As always. Um, ready to just bring you the amazingness. Sergey's currently having issues with... With what? With your headphones. Yeah, I know. They're it's being making really your weird. hair look beautiful. Well, you know, if that's the side effect of... A properly placed headphone, I guess. <laughs> right. Well, here's the deal. Lots of changes for us this coming year. There's going to be a lot of new things. Um, definitely a, a lot more positive things, I'd say. Oh, yeah. There's there's a lot of ideas floating around. We're working on those. We're, We're accepting no you negative there changes. You there you those go. aren't accepted. <laughs> yeah. We're Only fixing positive. the negatives. Yeah. Currently, if you're watching us on uh, Periscope, which you can, you can download that app on your phone, um, people have been watching us. We've been doing it for the past few months. Well, you'll notice something different, which is, well, you won't see him, but Kurt is on the boards today because yes. we're helping him do more things because, you know, he doesn't do enough. Right. Well, it is. <laughs> he loves to tell us. He, he loves to say that he does the most out of all of us. He does. Which yeah, Jonathan and I have our things about that. Right. Um, <laughs> I feel like no, it's but, a perspective. Yeah. Right. But so now we're just like, well, Kurt, let's let's Here put you on uh, on the boards. So, so he's this is the first day he's seen what happens. Exactly. This is technically his training. So <laughs> bear with us. Remember when we had Houston training, he did a very good job. Right. I have no doubt Kurt will exactly. be almost as good. Houston, and now Houston is our go-to guy. We yes, love Houston. Yes, yes. He is back at school and his own radio show currently. Yeah. Uh, which is at, on Thursday nights down there at 10 yep. o'clock. 10 to midnight. WKGR. Yes. Cougar. No. K-G-U-R. K-G-U-R. Exactly. It's somewhere in there. I listen to it on TuneIn. I have an app and it notifies me every time he's and? on. And it's great. I love his so show. Much fun. Oh, he's, he's so much fun. Yeah, and you know, you know his intros that he does. Oh, so perfect. I'm so jealous uh, of him. Right. The music's always kind of. It's Houston. It's yeah. it's good music. It's always a little funky. It has kind of something going on there. Yeah. Um, and he's just hilarious. You know. Hey, we support our boy. Yes. Anyway, so one of the things. Let's do our little check in that we always let's do at the top. Let's do it. Of the beginning of the show, top, top of the of hour. The hour. Uh, lots of fun things coming. First fun thing that you can catch your boys at, because you know we like to go out there and MC things. We do, we do things, and people ask to do things. Let's and, talk about mm-hmm. Book of Mormon is coming. It is. And they're Book, doing fun stuff. Book of Mormon is here at the end of January. That's mm-hmm. the twenty sixth through the thirtieth yes. or thirty first, I believe. Uh, and it's at the IMB. So, of course... And we love that. And we love... Yeah, we love the Book of Mormon. We love the IMB. Yeah. And uh, so they're doing a little thing, kind of like Witch's Night Off when Wicked was here. Yeah. They're partnering with Sand to do a little benefit, a little fundraiser. Yeah. So the people from... So a lot of the actors from Book of Mormon are mm-hmm. getting together, and they're going to do the music from Hair. They are. The musical. If, you, if you're a Broadway fan, you know that musical's been out for decades. It's a lot of fun. The music is great. Um, so it's worth going to see. Mm-hmm. Age of Aquarius is one of my favorite songs. But here's the thing. <laughs> so they're getting together and they're doing a benefit for Spokane AIDS Network. Right. So it's also going to be benefiting Broadway Cares. Mm-hmm. And so they're getting together. And on on January 28th at 11 o'clock p.m. 
at nine bar and bistro, they're going to put the show on and they're allowing Sergey and I to take a microphone up and we get to exactly. help them see the night. They, yeah. And they so graciously asked us to do this. Um, and so we are, we're, we're going to help, help run this event. And I think right. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited for, you know, the Book of Mormon to be here in the first place. Oh, hell but then for yes, them to do yeah. hair and at I nine know. and it's a benefit for San and, and it's a big get to talk to cast a party essentially. Bunch That's of great. Mormon dressing hotties. I'm in. Oh yeah. Bring oh, it. Oh yeah. Even so. if they're you know, actors acting like they're, it's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that's the preliminary. Listen, Spokane Ace Network, we, we highly support them and everything that mm-hmm. they stand for. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the beginning. Well, that's just a precursor because as of February 28th, the Red Ribbon Gala, which is a benefit for Spokane Ace Network, is back. It is. We emceed last year mm-hmm. and we're back. Yeah. And it's back. And it's in a different place. Last yes. year, you could have found it at the Northern Quest Casino. Mm-hmm. This year, it's taking a little bit of a twist and going down into the historic, the, the historic Cracker, cracker building Factory company. building. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan, you work there. <laughs> you I can, work there and I never You can know. never get I it right. It's I love the it. Cracker House. Yeah. The crack- I don't know. I actually looked it up online today because oh, <laughs> I'm yeah. like, I have no idea. And yes, you're right. right. Historic Cracker Company yeah. is uh, the name of the building. It's going to be there instead. It's the mm-hmm. 17th year in a row. Or 17th. or something right in there. Wow. Again, so, you're getting it right. You're and so I right. Know, right. And second year for the boys to be there. Remember, it's very, it's, it's an exciting. important yeah. um, uh, thing to support. San mm-hmm. is an important place to support. And it's a really fun night. It's it is. It's silent auction. It it's you and I being funny. And, and it's, the, it's Os- the Oscars. How can Who you not love it? doesn't love the Oscars? Right. So, and so you dress up. You mm-hmm. come in your best attire. We're going to be in tuxes. You come to some food. You Very, come to watch some shows. Yeah, it's catered. It is catered. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's trendy this year because it is, if yeah. you haven't been down to the new Historic Cracker Company, it is so cool in there. They have a yeah. winery, a coffee shop. And a, if, if you don't know this building name, I mean, if you've been to Terrain, that's where Terrain is. That is where is. Terrain is housed. It's where Terrain is. Exactly. Yeah, but that's where we're going to be. So we're excited. We're actually going to have Grant Ogren, who is the president of the board of the Spoken Aids Network, on in the next couple of weeks so that he can talk more about these two very important events um, that are coming up. But watch for it. The boys are going to release videos again this year. We did a bunch of, uh, what would you call, promo videos last year. And this year, I hear they're going to be a lot better. I heard that too. Jonathan and I talked about them being better. We did. (laughs) That's all it takes. Yeah, exactly. Last year, we made jokes about Bill Cosby. So this year, we have to update those. (laughs) Although, there's a whole new crop of jokes about him we could do. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to do promos. It always makes them nervous over there. But Spoken Aids Network gets to watch them before we release them. Exactly. (laughs) Last last year was on on the edge. That joke might be just... mm. But anyways, it's going to be fun. We're going to... We'll have the Oscars to play off of. We have just a lot of fun things. It's going to be a hoot. Look for the boys at that. And speaking of testing, remember, you can go down to uh, Spokane A's Network at any time. You can even schedule an appointment online. I can tell you how easy that is because I have recently done that. And you can go and get your free test. You'll know within 20 minutes. Currently, they're doing the swab, but there's a new test that's a lot. They just prick your finger. And they do. Yeah. You'll still know as fast. Um mm-hmm. So there's lots of options. Anyways, they have great counselors there. It's just a great organization. So check them out, SpokaneAceNetwork.org. We'll be talking a lot about them in the coming weeks. Exactly. And, and you know, it's always important for you to go get tested. In any case, uh, HIV testing is very important, but all STD testing uh, is important. Remember, hashtag check your butt. Check your sources. If very you important. If you are doing, if you are having sexual intercourse, check all the sources if you are. Yeah. 
bottoming, topping, make sure to check your butt. Mm-hmm. Um, doctor, uh, your areas. Damon Jacobs, our sex doctor, Dr. Mm-hmm. Sex for the Outspoken Boys, last week he was talking about the importance of that as yes. well. Yes. Um, you know, he's the man that's helping us make sex a part of your everyday conversation. Lose the stigma. Mm-hmm. Let's be comfortable with ourselves and our bodies. And so, yep, very important. Hashtag check your butt. Check um, that butt. Anywhere you have sex, do it. In your ear. I mean, if that's what you hey, do. Hey, and if you, that's it, that's the truth. I've if heard that. Do, yeah. Put, yeah. A lot of people horrible. are like, well, you can't get it if you just do oral. Well, right. Honey, First of all, that's not how. Mr. Clinton. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't count. No. Okay. It's not a real thing. I don't think the bacteria know that. No, I don't, yeah. I, I don't they didn't get they've... the memo. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Other things coming. We have we mentioned last week. We have teamed up our new health goals and challenges. We mm. always take on new new healthy living things every year. Our new one is uh, we are teaming up with the American Diabetes Association. We're very excited. I will say, let's uh, let's talk about me. Yeah. So they just released their Diabetes Forecast magazine. There is a two page spread for yours truly in that magazine. Uh, go out, find that magazine. Buy it and then like look at that awesome article that they were nice enough to. It's, <laughs> nice enough. It's to amazing. And put in you, there. you know what? I can't wait until we get some of those magazines. But you sent me a picture of it. Yeah. Because um, your mom took a picture. She had my mom because the they sent yeah. them to my mother who doesn't mm-hmm. live here. So right. I they still have to send them to me. But yeah, and she I didn't realize. All I know is they accepted and I've spoken to them. I didn't know how they were putting it in. Right. It's a right. two-page spread. They were it's very kind. right in the middle. It's I'm so getting great. wonderfully nice people sending me letters, telling me how much they appreciate it, because it's basically just yes. what I how did on the show. How much they love you, how much they want to meet you, right. marry you, I mean, all of the that's things. That's a thing. Yeah. Now, and so the important thing that I found that's exciting is that people are inspired, because in the article mm-hmm. it talks about my fear of being public, about being diabetic. And so... That's the important thing. So we have joined forces with ADA. We are going to do their tour de cure, right? Tour de cure. Yes, that's their. That's essentially their uh, race to raise funds. It's a bike. It's a bike race. Mm-hmm. Um, they have one in Spokane, and uh, it's it's you get to pick ten miles, five miles, twenty five miles, fifty, or the whole century, one hundred mile ride. Right. And like we like last year, yeah, when you trained Kurt and I. To do a 5K. Yeah. You and I did the 5K. Yes. Um, but you are a <laughs> no. trainer. You're training us this year as well. Yes. Yeah. This time it's going to be the cycling training, which mm-hmm. I think the two of you will enjoy very much. I'm excited. Well, yeah. and just like last year, we're going to, Sergey is going to share with you tips and mm-hmm. that training. So you can train with us. It, it, listen, it's easy, especially if the beginning of the training is you start by going to the gym and just getting on a stationary bike. Yeah. Absolutely. We'll worry and about that's, the that's other later. But if you want to train with the boys, you can. If you mm-hmm. would like to sign up for official emails about this, as always, please send an email to producer at hotmesssunday.com. Put in the uh, your subject line, training for ADA, and we are we'll train. Because, hey, when do we start, sir? You're the one. I don't remember when we started last year. When do you want to you start? Yeah, we, we started... Uh, what was it? Middle of January, end of February. I think. I think we're pushing so for we the same thing. Okay. Yeah. So we're gonna start training. I'm ready. I'm mm-hmm. excited. Mm-hmm. So, and I always like following your training schedule. So it'll be good. Right. So everybody, watch for that. It's important to us. And periodically throughout the next six months, and probably beyond, since this is our our partnership this year, the ADA is gonna bring us some great guests yes. that we can talk to. We're gonna be doing videos with their national um, nutritionist. Uh, lots of ways for us to push. To be healthy, because here's the thing about a, a diabetic diet. 
honestly, it's just like a healthy balanced diet. Let's it be really honest. is though. Yeah. Um, because I can eat carbs. Contrary to popular belief, diabetics you actually need to eat carbs. It's the amount of carbs right, that we right. eat and the type of carbs that we eat. But honestly, if you look at a diabetic diet, it truly is just how people should eat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I'm not it's saying very it's balanced, easy because exactly. me and spaghetti exactly. really yeah. like each other. <laughs> but, um, you know, so we're yeah. going to help you with tips like yeah. that. They're going to send us people and things as well. So um, go out and read the read the article and then uh, let's start a conversation. Diabetic or not, a healthy conversation is important. Exactly. So I'm excited. Well, and speaking of health, we are going to be talking uh, to Jorge Cruz coming up soon. He we is are. your celebrity trainer. He's yeah. uh, worked with a lot of celebrities on both fitness goals and diet goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's come out with a new book called Thin and Full. Tiny and Full. Tiny and Full. Yeah. Uh, and it's... Uh, <laughs> Jonathan and I are reading it. Yes. Jonathan and I are trying out the recipes, trying out the program, seeing how it goes. He likes to talk about that it's a lot easier right. because he's <clears throat> not asking you to, compl- to completely change everything you eat. Mm-hmm. He's giving you suggestions on lunch and dinner. Yeah. He's saying, right now, the most important is I'm going to help you eat cleaner and healthier. And honestly, breakfast is a vegan breakfast. Yeah. And he tells you why he thinks scientifically. He's a doctor. Yeah. Um, and he has lots of doctor friends. And why scientifically he thinks this helps you naturally be tiny Mm -hmm. but you're not going to be hungry anyways he's one of our first he's going to be on february's 21st show jorge cruz and you know who else is going to be on february who else jonathan we're very excited about this one um if you're gay you know who it is it's the one and only davy davy wavy Wavy. he is a youtube Sensation. sensation he's a vlogger he uh his thing is basically vlogging about a lot of sex positivity a lot of uh, the gay culture, but very much and naked. Fit. He's naked. I, I, exactly. Which we thank him for we the love naked that. part. But he also talks because he's a trainer as well. He is, yeah. And he travels the built. world. He has millions of people who mm-hmm. follow him. Mm-hmm. If, by chance, you don't know who Davey Wavy is, go check him out on YouTube. Um, he has he has some fun videos out there. He's always entertaining. He's had Steve he Grand is, on yeah. his video. He did, actually. On mm-hmm. his channel. They were both shirtless. That made me very happy. Um, but he's a great guy, and we wanted to get him last year, and it just didn't work out in his schedule. So we're very excited that David Wavy is coming to our program. I just uh, We just got a message from a listener who is... All he can say is over and over again, oh, my God. That's right. So, Davey Wavy, February Davey 21st. Mm-hmm. It's our health show. Let's face it. It um, is. So, we'll, we'll probably Cruz talk to him about his training schedule. Exactly. And, uh, what, what he does to look flawless as ever. And please keep checking out Facebook because, Kurt, yeah. he, first of all, Davey Wavy has shared with us a lot of, of pictures we can use. We looked through those pictures. Yes, we did. And so, we are releasing wow. mm-hmm. this week. The first goes out. But a lot of the advertising we're, we're doing for the Davey Wavy show, we... Uh, we're going to have different graphics, so we're continuing yes, to share those exactly. with you. So, so keep your eye out. Lots of exciting things happening. Mike Ruiz is coming later this mm-hmm, month. He mm-hmm. is, of course, a famous photographer, gay man. Uh, it's just amazing. So he's later this month. Lots of things coming. But before we have our first guest of the day, speaking of music, are we going to take a quick You look? know, I think, why don't we have him introduce his song? So you're good. Yeah. Why, look how you, we're, you think. Uh, you know what? This is this is why we're a team. This right. is why we're a team. We're actually going to be talking to Miguel Angelo, and uh, he is a producer, songwriter, gonna yeah, does dancer, dancer, painter, performer. As a, he's a renaissance yeah. man. <laughs> he is. What's exciting about this is we had him on back in the beginning of December mm-hmm. um, to talk about a show he had going on in New York at that time, and now he's a lot of fun. We wanted to go a little more in depth 
into he's like a overall artist the way he writes his music and performs his shows yeah, it's very yeah. much not just it's an overall visual effect for him he has a lot to say he's been called a great storyteller um so we're excited to talk to the man the the man the myth the legend the man the myth <laughs> the legend on outspoken and sergey's going to bring him right over in just a second be sure to check out uh all of his music online, you can get his new album as well on iTunes and order that as well. Uh, but without further ado, we would like to welcome the artist himself, Miguel Angelo, to Outspoken once again. Miguel, are you there? Yeah. Hi. Hello. 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 Uh, <laughs> wow, it's like Adele and Miguel all in one. Ooh, a gal. <laughs> it's a gal, right? A gal. <laughs> Thank I you so guys. much. Hi, hey. Hi, How are you, sir? Thank you for taking time. Uh, please, my pleasure. Thank you for having me again. Again. We're very excited. So I know that last time we had you on, you were going to go do a big show at Manhattan's Joe's Pub, which is iconic out there in New York. Mm -hmm. You have two shows coming up again this year, in case people missed it. Um, I yeah. believe Yes, and that's going to be for your show, Another Son of Venezuela. Is that correct? Correct. Can you, first of all, talk to us about... What's amazing about the way you approach music is you really approach it from all sides. Like as an artist that, I mean, you're, you paint, you dance, you sing, you, uh, your shows are known for being orchestrated and yet feel like a rock show at the same time. Uh, tell us how this Another Son of Venezuela came about and what the message is that you were trying to, to bring. Yeah, so basically Another Son of Venezuela is like a little my biography. Mm -hmm. about uh, uh, when I grew up in Venezuela, and then I decided uh, after being a Serbian teenager, when I grew up, uh, maybe around 20, 23 years old, I said, you know what, it's time to go away. Uh, I need to look in, you know, forward to uh, get forward for my dreams. I, I don't know why, but I, since I was a baby, I was always dreaming to live in New York, in New York City. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. So, and then I said, I need to go to New York. I need to go to New York anyway. So, and basically... Another son of Venezuela is my little, my bio. So, and my cons, I always say that my concerts is mostly, or my shows, it's like a theatrical. They're very theatrical. Yeah, right. So I combine, like, you know, because I'm a storytelling, so I combine all my songs with kind of little covers, and the little covers I combine with my songs. So, and then it's very acting, it's, it's very drama, it's very comedy. So people cry, people laugh, and, he, and he's, but he's, most of it is true, like, my relationship with my father. Mm -hmm. My father died when I, I was uh, 13 years old, oh, wow. so in, a, in an accident in front of me, So, but wow. we never were, wow. were very good friends because mm -hmm. he was kind of homophobic. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, um, but, you know, I love him so much, I don't, I don't, I don't understand Right. Uh, why he doesn't like me or what or doesn't love me. But it's basically the stories about that when I grew up in my relationship with my father and my family, my dreams. Well, you even talk about the influence. You used to, you said your father would go around singing. Yeah, he always sing. And actually, if I'm a sing, I think if right now in my life I'm a singer, ironically, it's because my father. Because, oh, okay. you know, he was always singing. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know. So, and I'm like, what? Well, why he doesn't like me, or mm -hmm. he, or maybe he likes me, or he loves me when I'm singing. But right. I, you know, he he was a chef and a mechanic. So every time when I, he was doing uh, cooking or fixing the cars, 
he he was singing opera or boleros, and I said, "Oh my God, why this this man that is so passionate about music doesn't accept doesn't accept me?" You know, right? And you know, I never went out with my father because he always say uh, like uh, he he doesn't want to have an, a never uh, a, a gay son. So I was mm-hmm. very quiet, you know. But when he died, uh, I told my mom, and my mom just hugged me and said, "You know what, honey." I will love you more than ever, so my mom. So, and then I, I, I got to be support from her. See, that's amazing. Now, I know that you talk about theatrical, and, and like we mentioned earlier, you're kind of a, a renaissance man of sorts because you have so many artistic, I guess, talents and interests. One of the things is you talked about your shows being very theatrical. Is this show, did I read, is directed by David Drake? Exactly. Which is crazy amazing, and how did that happen? Well, uh, last last year, you know, when I was, um, before last year, I'm sorry, I was in New York, and then I do my shows, and I always singing, I always trying to say something about story, but uh, of course, one thing is writing, is writing music, and one thing is writing a script, so, and I'm, I am not a dramaturg or a writer, mm-hmm. so, and then, you know, I was like, oh my God, I need somebody that really help me. You know, to the people can understand what understand what I'm trying to say, and then somebody for the public theater, I believe they say you need to must call Dave, um, David Drake. I mm-hmm. think you guys gonna is, is, uh, they're gonna click very well, and this is what happened. I met David, and my guy was like magic. David Drake is one of the most sweetheart and mm-hmm. talented people that I met in my oh, life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's a, he's a sweetheart and he's so talented. So what happened in the process, we're sitting on the table or, uh, or in the coffee or whatever and in a place, and then he said to me, okay, Miguel, tell me uh, how you grew up or how was this experience with your first kiss, whatever. Right. So and I tell him, and then one week later, he called me and said, okay, Miguel, I can see you. I said, yeah. So when I, and when I met him, he said, okay, this is your script. So all the wow. conversation that we had, he writes in a script. He's that so talented. Well, and he loves to tell a story, too, and he likes to be very, uh, he likes that personal kind of aspect. And with you doing like a, a sort of biographical show, I, and you guys must have just meshed so well. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm very lucky, actually, yeah. And, and, and of course, you know, I, I met here, besides David Drake, I met Mao, Mao Kiro, he's my, my musical director, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's from Costa Rica, so when I met him Mao three years ago in Miami, I said, Mao, Mao, you want to go to New York to work with me? He said, oh, yeah. So when I, Mao and I, we wrote the music, I basically, I wrote, I wrote all the songs, and then Mao tell me, Miguel, I think if we change this letter here, it would be more beautiful or more poetic. So it's, it's always, it's a, it's a, it's a combination. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a team together. And three of us, I call them, we call like the three musketeers or the golden girls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we feel here. I get you. Yeah, the, I understand. The golden girls. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Actually, you know, and Mao, Davey, and I, you know, we are, uh, yeah. we're gay, but Mao is not. Mao mm-hmm. is a very, very big, a straight guy from Costa Rica. <laughs> but he's very open mind. He he, he kisses us. He, you know, he, we love him. He, and he's so incredibly talented as well. He gets to be an honorary golden girl. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm kind of, I, I would be kind of like a mutant between Sophia and Blanche. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. Now, you're bringing it, I know you're bringing it back to Joe's Pub. Now, are you performing it around the world? Uh, well, we're going now, 
for sure right now it's 11, April 11 and 23rd. Mm-hmm, I okay. just pop again with another song of Venezuela, uh-huh. but I'm sure I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, it's the same story. But I, all the time when I come back to the Joe's Pop, I always do something new. I always I don't know why, but I would like to do something new. Mm-hmm. So that's the piece right now. I'm in conversations right now. People in Miami they want me to sing there, and oh, right, right yeah. now I sing in Detroit. Yeah, yeah. And oh, nice. it's some it's the two cities in Europe that I'm going to be in July, but I can't tell right now. You guys, right. I will tell you guys later. It's going to okay. be a big surprise. <laughs> oh, perfect. So awesome. it's going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome. So, but everything is going to be, in, I think maybe in two weeks in the web, yeah, in the, yeah. in my, in the, my website. Awesome. And eventually you, at some point in your musical future, you need to make your way up to the Northwest so that all of us can enjoy your live performance as well. Oh my God, I would love to. Actually, you know, I, one of the things that I, I grew up in Venezuela was surrounded by mountains. Mm-hmm. And I know that Washington State, you know, yes, it's so yes. beautiful with all the mountains and the, the rivers, you know. Oh, I, and I feel like, it, and it's so funny that it's uh, beautiful in, in another way that the capital name is Olympia. You guys yes. are like a goddesses there. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we are. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I, yeah. I saw pictures from where you guys live. And I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I need to go there. It's, it's so amazing. beautiful. And, I mean, you're talking to two goddesses right now. Yeah, so. so. <laughs> yeah, you're, exactly. You're and actually, by the <laughs> way, I'm still waiting for the proposal. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, hey, I don't think you remembered. I proposed last time. I will propose again. <laughs> he, has no, he has no end of proposals, let me no, tell you. No, because you are so talented and now, definitely not hard to look at. <laughs> Uh, now, your latest album and uh, song, La Casa Azul, uh, let's talk a little bit about that, and then we'll go into playing La Casa Azul, uh, dedicated to Frida Kahlo. Let's let's talk about the process and, uh, you know, what is the meat and the heart behind this album and song? Okay, well, the Frida, uh, that song, La Casa Azul, The Blue House, Yeah. Uh, like I said before, I... Frida Kahlo, I love her so much. I love her artistically. And yeah, no yeah. matter what happened with her, you know, when she was struggled with her, so much pain in her life mm-hmm. because, you know, for the polio when she was the baby and, and then she had a streetcar accident and yeah. doesn't matter what happened, she still continued, continued, continued painting and painting and painting. Exactly. So it's, it's one quote that actually she said um, in her life, that she said, wings, what I need you for. Uh, I'm sorry, feet. What right. I need you for when I have wings to fly. Oh. So it's so beautiful. Yes. And one day, I, rem- I remember it was maybe like 3.30 in the morning. I was sleeping in Miami. And then I wake up. And I said, oh, my God. I quickly t- I took a pencil and a paper. And basically, I wrote the song in four minutes. Wow. Oh, wow. Right there I don't, know. I, don't, I don't know what happened. Maybe it was. Frida Kahlo spirit, yes, or maybe yeah. Frida Kahlo eyebrow. They came to me. They came to me. Eyebrow came to me, and, and I wrote this song, and I love it. It's so beautiful. People love it. It's very poetic. It's very it poetic. Is. So it poetry. Is. Yeah, it's it's beginning from the when I, she was a baby until when she died when she was forty seven years old. Oh, and it's amazing. Now, before we play that most beautiful song, uh, where can they find? Like the whole album and maybe just the single La Casa Azul? Oh, actually, if people go to my website, thank you for asking that question. If you guys go, all the people that go to my, my webpage, MiguelAngelo.com, you can download that, that song for free. Awesome. So, 
in the, in the webpage, and all the album is in iTunes or CD Baby. It's available there. Well, that's amazing. First of all, thank you so much for taking time to be with us, my future husband. And then we're gonna, <laughs> we are going to uh, wish you a wonderful day, and we're going to let all the listeners hear La Casa Azul right now and then tell them all to go buy it. So great luck on your tour. Let us know when you know those European dates. I will. Thank you, guys, and I thank love you, you both. We love you, too. You have a great day. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM, and this is Outspoken. And that was La Casa Azul, dedicated to Frida Kahlo by our guest that was just on Miguel Angelo, who is, first of all, watch the video because he's shirtless and it's beautiful. (laughs) Um, But we love supporting great new artists out there, and we love the ones that support us. We do, and Outspoken receives support from Nine Bar and Bistro, featuring a full bar, food menu, and trivia on Thursday nights. Located at 232 West Sprague Avenue, more information is available at 509-747-1621. Outspoken is funded in part by the Pride Foundation. For more information, visit pridefoundation.org. Outspoken receives support from the Unitarian Universalist Church of Spokane, serving the community with a non-dogmatic religious environment, welcoming all people regardless of race, sexual orientation, gender identity, or physical ability. Information online at uuspokane.org or 509-325-6383. Outspoken receives support from Mediterrano Restaurant, Mediterranean-inspired cuisine featuring fresh Mediterranean, Persian, and Northwest ingredients, serving lunch and dinner daily and brunch every Sunday. Located in downtown Spokane at 19 West Main Avenue. More information at 309-3116. Thank you all to all the people that support us. We love you. Uh, you can support us, too, by listening. By calling all those fun things. And by following us on Facebook and Do Twitter. That. Facebook.com Please. slash Outspokesman mm-hmm. and Twitter. At Outspokesman. So awesome. See ya there. Great. So it was fun. So I love that the that Miguel <laughs> mentioned my habit that you yes, hate so much. Yeah. I, I don't hate it. I think it's hilarious. I propose to I just hotties that I like. Yeah. But it, I you know you know, every it should be a thing. They should just wait. Like, is he going to propose to me? Yeah, when but is But I it? haven't. I've tried not to for a while. And I put a post on my personal page, mm-hmm. not on our any of our our accounts for the show, <laughs> saying that's my life plan is I'll just propose to all these talented men until someone, you know, says they're going to marry yes, me. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, Sergey's not convinced no. it's a solid life plan. And he must have read that. He must have. <laughs> he loved he said, that. He said, where's yeah. my proposal? <laughs> I will propose to that man to the day I die because yeah. he is talented, funny, and, uh, oh, he is not <laughs> bad to look at. He is not bad. No, I love at. that. I love it. Yeah. You know, proposals get expensive. You have to buy everyone rings. I and know. It's crazy. So, I, so I don't know. Some I, of them I, are just, I just don't buy anybody rings and propose to them. <laughs> I, just I, know, I just make them propose it. to me. Yeah. Like, or you could do that weird tacky thing, but it's kind of cute, where you give them a, the pop ring. The, the, the ring lollipop pop. ring. Ring pop. That's what Yes, it is. and when... When I was 17 and I got engaged to a woman, wow, that which, is which how is a story in itself. It is that is how I proposed to her with a ring. Pop. Wow, and she said yes, and we were engaged for two years before I was like, "What am I doing?" Was that because you didn't want to commit to buying a real ring for her? I think psycho- uh, subconsciously, yeah. yes. Okay, That's very true. but huh. at the time it was cute because no one was doing that then. Yeah, um, yeah, because it was like you know I want to buy you a big diamond. Anyway, you know it was my. And there was a big diamond, humor. right? Okay, yeah. yeah, and you're like, ooh, 14 carat of sugar. Yeah, my uh-huh. mother loved her. We were such. So, 
And honestly, that girl who I was supposed yeah. to lives in Spokane with her family. Oh, now. Do my you ever mom talk to loved her? her, and I haven't talked to her in a long time. Huh. So because it's awkward. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, I'm still Remember gay. We were engaged. Kind of I always am, was. I'm yeah. very gay. Yeah. I'm very gay. <laughs> Don't know how you didn't see that. <laughs> huh. You know, it's a th- I mean, hey, we all know how butch I can be. Oh. You know, it's scary. Oh, it's, it's scary. do something. So we have segments that we, we are more committed to this year than ever. But the next segment is something fun that Sergey and I like to do. We like to have everybody kind of have fun with us. Um in between our, you know, seriousness, we like to play a game. There's a lot of hardcore stuff on our Facebook page. I always yes. take a break and say we have a, a hashtag bright side. Mm-hmm. And um, I always try to share a story that isn't about how some horrible person is being horrible. awful to yeah. the LGBT community. So we try to share a story now and then. Well, this time, hey, it's time to play games. It's time for the game time. Kurt uh, has... I think we have some music and everything. We do. We do have some music. Kurt has actually created... A game or made a game from a past game. I don't know. What we don't know doing. what's happening. We There's told him to do a game, and he and said so that he <laughs> has, uh, as, as he said, half a game, kind of a, yeah, if you wishy washy. I'm very confident, yeah, in this game. I'm, Here's the I'm thing: not. rules, as always, apply. Sergey and I, if we have an answer to whatever game we're playing, uh, we buzz in, and how we buzz is, and we say our name. We say our name. Sometimes we forget. Yes. So, Kurt, why don't you kind of explain to us this game really fast? Well, it's going to be our friend, our, our a redo of our drag name game. Okay, okay I like that. Game. Okay. But so this I, is this is real drag queen or fake drag queen name, right? Yes. Okay. And it's going to include men and women. So oh, it could be drag, either. Oh, so king drag or king queen. or yeah. queen. Huh. Yes. Drag uh, royalty. Drag royalty. Okay. Because I consider it just a drag name game. Okay. Okay. So it could be either. Okay. Okay. And let's let's have some game show music. Let's get that music going. Okay. See, remember when we told you Kurt was training on the thing? He's, He's still apparently training. not good at <laughs> multitasking. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I want to play the game. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Real or fake? Uh, Peaches Christ. True. Real. Jonathan. Real. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, so okay. This is a repeat. We had this one last time. Well, and Tempest, or two times or ago. Tempest Azure did yeah, a show with, with uh, Peaches, Peaches Christ, Christ and yeah. I, that's what I remember. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Mm. Okay. <laughs> True. Real. Jonathan. <laughs> it's real. <laughs> okay, it. go ahead, Kurt. Real or fake? Um, okay. Jean Pants. Sergey. Real. It's fake. Good, oh. because I would slap no. that drag queen. <laughs> drag that's king? the worst, or drag king. Probably. It could go either way. Yeah, that's true. Jean Pants. <laughs> oh, Horrible. It's uh, like your drag name. Mine? Barney, Barney Pratt. Pratt. Barney Pratt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next, Kurt. Okay, real or fake? Tara Zan. Oh, Jonathan, I'm going to say real. Fake. Ooh. Oh, that would be kind of fun, though. Tara Zan. Tara Zan. Like <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> I didn't get it until literally I repeated it. I know. <laughs> At first you're like, that's good. I'm like, that's not good. What's Tara Zan? You have to say it out loud. Tara Zan. Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bob Labla. <laughs> Sergey. Fake. And but that is. It is true. It's real? That's wait, a wait, drag wait. name? It's a drag king name. Is it? Or is it the. Because no. you and I know that. Because it's from Arrested Development. Yeah, right. that was Scott Baio's character. Yeah, was blah, 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 correct, blah. And he was but, a lawyer. But it is a drag king oh. name. Someone. Wow. Stole it. Well, I, I, hope, I hope that drag 
queen or king has a law blog as well. Exactly. The Bob Love. Bob Love Law, 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 law blog. blog. <laughs> I thought that was interesting because I knew you guys have seen the rest oh, of the Oh, Oh, that's such a good show. So. Sergey and I are huge fans of Rest yeah. of Us. Boy, you are a mouthful. <laughs> I love that. Tobias. I, Continue. I could yeah. not tell if Bob Blah Blah was before Arrested Development or after. Right. So I'm okay. going to say after. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to say. Well, either after way, thing. Bob, you're great. Right. Robin Banks. <laughs> Sergey. Real. Yes. Okay. Robin I got that one. Banks. That's, <laughs> that's, so that's one that took me in because I'm like, that's yeah. like a real person's name. Yeah, Robin but Banks. I get it. I get yeah. it. Robin yeah. So, Banks. Huh. Since you got paper, can you keep score? It's one to one. Wow, you can't I, do you that? You know what I have? I have fingers, and that's yeah. where I've been keeping score. See, okay. I have my left hand is me. Cool. Okay. And, my and right your right hand, hand is Sergey. Because I'm your right hand. You see, you're my right hand man. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Check blog. out Arrested Development if you've never seen it. Just it's saying. really good. Yeah. Okay. It's our little promotion. Blog. Yeah, right. Make all the <laughs> actors hear, now have to be I hear they're coming the back with season five season on Netflix. Five, yeah. And we're going to get one of them on the show. Oh, yes, we will. Okay, Curto. I'm a man. Jonathan, real. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm a man. Huh. I love that. I mean, in case you want people to know. Just it. Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> <laughs> When I'm on the phone, I would like something to say pre-me talking, I'm a man, because how many times have I called ma'am? Yeah. No. So, <laughs> I lower my, so the other day I answered the phone <laughs> yeah, and I lowered hilarious. my voice when I answered it. Yeah, and yeah. they're like, who is Whoa. this? I'm like, it's Jonathan. They're like, yeah. oh, it doesn't sound like you. Uh, hello. hello. Hey, it's me. I love that. Hello from the other side. Yeah. Although, okay. uh, although I can see people... Uh, <laughs> okay, you need to stop making comments. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're on I'm a roll. Kidding. First the hair. He had to uh, criticize me. And then last night I made a, a sad comment like, oh, why am I fat? And, and then Sergey just answers that question. Too honestly. I'm, I'm so like, that sorry. That is not real. Uh, that was rhetorical. Okay, Kurt. Okay, moving forward. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you back to me now? Yes, sir. <laughs> back. Okay. Mona Key. Sergey. Fake. That's correct. It is fake. Okay. Okay. Mona Key. Mona Key. Monkey. Know. Oh. That's no. That was, that was stretching it. Obviously, you came up with that one because <laughs> that one's not that good. I came up with all the fake ones. Oh, did you? Oh, good. Because yes. some of them were good. This one wasn't I that good. I will say sometimes, sorry. yeah, he's really good. <laughs> Kurt, you have to like, this could be a career for you, drag queen name giver. Right. And that maybe okay. we'll get you a better title <laughs> well it's it's a work in progress you can give yourself your own but title, hey all obviously. you potential drag queens listening out there just listen to some of kurt's fake ones you yeah, might like um, might. they're better than the real ones sometimes some of them yeah okay what's next uh tish you sergey fake that is correct oh no that is wrong it is it's true. real it i is wanted real. it to be wrong it's, oh i mean no. i wanted it not to be real it's yeah. not a good tissue yeah I'm it's saying. tish no. you because no no way is that just a good word. No, that's not. I don't want to be called a tissue. Like no, right? Here, People use me to cry into. And other things. And other things. <laughs> so yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, we have uh, tally paper. Tally paper. Jonathan, fake. Fake. You're right. Oh, good. Yeah. Tally, tally paper. paper. I don't know what to do with that. Is that? <laughs> no, tally paper is not real. That can't it's be. Not a thing. No. no. Okay, let's do two more. Yes. Two more. Okay. Let's see here. <laughs> we have we have Mitch Stick. Sergey fake. 
fake. Mitch stick. Like matchstick. Matchstick, but Mitch, yeah. Okay, one more. See, if they're almost but not quite, it's Kurtz. Right, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. uh, I resemble that. Yeah. <laughs> Patio furniture. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's that not better real. better not be real. Patio furniture. <laughs> yes, it is real. Why? Oh, so that's like a B squad drag. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Patty O furniture. She doesn't Patty O furniture. Yeah, I was. That's laughing. that's marginally is she famous better. Famous or if your last name's furniture, work? you're not famous. <laughs> no, no, it's O furniture. It's got oh, a oh. apostrophe. Oh, it's Irish. That's oh, changed everything. O furniture. <laughs> no, guys, that's not real. <laughs> I feel for. Her, I don't. I feel like she needs to change it. I I, like she really a drag does. Queen from yeah. Detroit. Patty's a good place. To yes. start with. Yes. Oh, furniture is not. No. No. I feel like it went down. I, know, I will say very. I won by one. Okay. Well. By one there. But those are all <laughs> always fascinating. Yeah. I, but I'm, not in fun ways. I feel like I'm way more fascinated by the real ones that suck than yes, the fake ones right? that are good. Because fake ones that are good, I'm like, okay, I, I want to find out about patio furniture. Uh, yeah, patio and furniture. See if she is a real thing. I know she's a real thing, but like, where does she, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Is she very... She's in a small town the size of Wenatchee. It's in Kansas. It's in Kansas, you know, it's, right, it's exactly. It's something bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Three people show up every yeah. night. Right. It's basically her friends and family. She's trying hard. She... <laughs> She's trying hard. <laughs> I feel for... We oh, wanna... no. So the boys play games like once every other month or whatever, but um, we have fun. We want to show you to have fun. Sometimes you need a lighter side as we get yes. into some dark stuff, but... Really quick, lighter side. The boys of Outspoken want to say a great big happy birthday. Happy birthday. To one of uh, a past guest and someone we enjoy and a big fan and we love him to death. Josh Swan turned, what, 16, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, actually, I think it's 17. Oh, it's 17 yeah, now. He's, so he's almost of older, age. He's right? almost of age. He's a fun uh, fun guy and a really uh, passionate advocate for the LGBT yeah community he says he's 22 well but i would like to I, say i don't think he's 22 you be the judge yeah we're just gonna send a lot of boys his way you guys can find <laughs> out <laughs> exactly happy birthday to josh go have hey and know, if go if, convince him to kiss you if he ex- there you go go convince him to kiss you if right? you have a birthday coming up and you are a listener a fan a supporter Ooh. what be it uh send us a facebook message yeah. um, email whatever and we will happily congratulate you on turning we another year. We might send you an awkward birthday photo. We might. I we mean, might have a lot of those. The things that, that could happen. I mean, wow. So anyways, we love to, to do those kind of things. Why don't we take a little music Let's break. Let's do that. And do it from a friend, an old friend of ours. He was on the show two weeks ago to announce his amazing new video and his amazing new single. Are you sure it wasn't just last week? It might have been. It might have been, yeah. I think <laughs> was it was. last week the first show of January? It was, yeah. And there we go. Yeah. Logan Lynn was on last week and he has his new single, Hit the Airwaves, called The One. The video is amazing. Please go check it out. You can find it on Logan Lynn on Facebook or, of course, go to our page and we will uh, have it up. But mm. we're going to do a blast from the past from Mr. Lynn himself. We're going to play his song. And this is from 2012, so very blast from blast from the past. Hologram, Logan Lynn, here it is. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. We are back. We just played a game. Yes, we did. Drag names. Now, I, I kind of, okay, I, I'm just going to say this. We talked a little bit about uh, Arrested Development, so this kind of reminded me of it. Yeah. If you haven't seen the show, go watch it. But the character Tobias in there <laughs> always uh, says some uh, interesting things <laughs> that come out very, very, you know, 
They're very gay. <laughs> innuendo-y. Yeah, and very yeah. gay. Very yeah, gay. very innuendo yeah. And so Kurt, I feel like, kind of says the same thing sometimes. Because just right now, uh, for for instance, uh, <laughs> um, we <laughs> he's on the boards. He's trying to learn the thing. He's trying to turn our microphones on. And so he is asking me what to do. Uh, and he's like, okay, so what do I do next? I'm like, just push the buttons. He's like, oh, so I'll turn you two on. And I'm like, no, Kurt, don't say that. That doesn't happen. Just, just say it a different way. Um, there's so right, many ways. And it That's, gets worse, too. Because it does. It does. You just have to hang out with Kurt. And you'll see uh, what we're exactly, saying. Exactly. Because he'll he do it. He says even yeah. worse things. Than, <laughs> and sometimes blatantly. So, so, and sometimes <laughs> probably on purpose. Yeah. Right? I love that. Yeah. So, um, But who is the actor that plays Tobias? David, uh, David Cross. David Cross is actually coming to Spokane. Which is so exciting. Yeah, he's, he's at either the Bing or the Fox. I don't know what you yeah but sure, anyways sure. he's coming to spokane if you haven't seen Arrested development it's an amazing show his character is absolutely a hilarious hoot, hoot. so he's worth going to see yes yes i would say that so i will say we have reached out to him but you never know what's gonna happen yeah. i do want to say a lot of fun things coming our way we told you that we have mike ruiz he is a celebrity and fashion photographer you've seen him on he was on the a-list which was on logo he has been on kathy griffin's the d-list I, maybe just do list shows. That's yeah, there you go. There you and go. of course, famous for being the photographer that helps out on RuPaul's Drag Race, yes. as well as mm-hmm. the 80 billion cycles of Top Model. Yes. Um, so he's, he's out there. there. He is an outspoken, very creative gay man. And we actually are going to have Mike Ruiz on the show. He and David Wavy kind of uh, booked us at the same time, which is exciting. So January 24th show is going to be Mike Ruiz. So. Lots of fun things. That's going to be so exciting to talk to him. And he's, like you said, he's worked with everything, Everybody. everything under the sun. And he's, he's very creative. So sometimes I like what that. he yeah. does with the celebrities is he wants to flip their image yeah. on their head. So if they tend to be very innocent, he makes them extremely racy. Right. And if they tend to be very body, like Kathy Griffin, yes. he will flip it and try to do some totally different conservative exactly. way to show it. Exactly. I love that kind of thing. Because he, and it's, yeah, it's very artistic. It's not just, here's a good looking photo. photo. It's, mm-hmm. this is going to mean something and represent yeah. something. And, and yeah, I'm you know excited. I would are. like him to come to Spokane and take our pictures. Yes, please. First of all, because he'll make <laughs> me look good. Yeah, and he'll make you very naked. Yeah. We all know that. I know. And hey, the bear world the, would actually be about that. Exactly. I have a group exactly. of fans and they, I know who they are. Yeah. Um, I would like to be all about Davey Wavy when he's on, but he's probably mm. would be more way all about you, which is fine as long as I can see him. <laughs> so oh, no, no. I, I think touch da- him. Da- I don't know. Do Davey Wavy would be a, such a good show he is to have be. in yeah. studio is, yeah. is what I'm thinking. It's, because, you know, right? I feel like he's the kind of person where at home he's always naked. But when he goes out to the store, he kind of just forgets his shirt conveniently. Right. He's just like, oh, well, I Maybe left it. Maybe he had on his ripped. Andrew Christian underwear and he's exactly. like, this will well, do. This, this is fine. <laughs> yeah, appropriate. <laughs> I mean, he li- I'm sure he lives in West Hollywood and it's fine there. Exactly. You know, he's just like, all right, exactly. let's go. So anyways, a lot of fun shows coming up for you. We want you to know mm-hmm. we are constantly working hard to bring you the best. We are in talks with some other celebrities, but I'm not going to tell you until we know for sure. We also have actor, gay, open actor Dylan Vox is going to be on the program on the 24th as well. And next week we have actor Ben Bauer. So it's just a fun year and lots of fun videos that you and I... Lots of fun. I've been writing some little scripts. You have. Mm-hmm. You have. Uh I've been practicing some music playing because we're going to be doing some music things. I'm so excited. I can't even ha- handle it. Right. And you just jumped up out of your chair, essentially. Um, yeah. So we, you know what? This year, Outspoken has committed to not just being on air. Right. 
before we hadn't been just on air, but this year we're really committed to doing yeah. outside projects, bringing you videos, bringing you music, bringing exactly. you events. Working within we're the community, as we always yeah. do. Um, yeah, so it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. You know what I'm excited for? Um, while we wait for uh, Jacob York to, to get online. Um, I'm really excited for this bike ride. Because you, you know... I athletic but this yeah. it's a bike ride uh, i haven't ridden my bike See, in so long so it's gonna be bikes. it's so fun yeah and i get excited because it gets me back into yeah. the structure yeah. of working out i go to the gym that's fine and it's good yeah. um but when we're training for something i feel like i work e- 10 times even harder right just because right. i know that there's a goal right exactly well how you lost what 20 pounds last time? i lost 20 pounds 20 last pounds time, and i have successfully kept it off yes which is well good. done and added to it. So this time I'm excited to see yeah. where biking. Plus, I enjoy bike rides. Right. But I realize it's still going to be training. Because you yeah. have decided that the medium ground for us yes. that we can do is how many miles? Is the tw- I think we can push for the 25. So we're going to go for 25 miles. Now, yeah. we're going to contact everybody who was on our team for the 5K. Yes. So if so you're join listening, us. get ready. Um, but we want to reach out to you. Do the bike ride with us. Mm-hmm. It's for an amazing cause. Diabetes affects millions of people. It does. And it grows every day because, of course, we don't focus on healthy eating in this country. But that's not the only reason you can get diabetes. But let's start bringing awareness up. Let's mm-hmm. start getting healthy together so that, you know, we can change the world. Because if we're dead, it's not going to do any good. That's true. I you think know? I think you're right. If we're all dead, we're not going <laughs> to. It's amazing how. kind of doesn't work. That's <laughs> how the president huh. is decided to be Trump. Yeah. As if all the good people die. <laughs> exactly. So, and let's not even talk about Trump. We can't let that happen. No, so, no. So it's time to get on the bike. So yeah. we're starting. So remember, you can send an, an email to producer at hotmessunday.com. We will start as Sergey as our mm-hmm. trainer. We will start with stationary bikes. So it's something almost anybody can right. do. Well, then, and especially in this weather. Yeah. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit harder to go outside and ride bikes while it's freezing and snowing on the ground. So mm-hmm. especially because sometimes I can't even walk on the ground. Let's right, be exactly. It's but but I think slick. as soon as it warms up a bit, which will probably be in June, um, <laughs> we will we'll we'll head out on the streets. Exactly. So <clears throat> lots of good things coming there. We want to be mm-hmm. we want a happy, healthy mm-hmm. 2016. Well, and to commit to that happy, healthy, like we mentioned before, we're working with the American Diabetes Association yes. for doing a lot of nutritional things. Yeah. Um, so this year we're not going to include a nutritional plan with the exercise plan. No, we're going to, we're just going to, we exactly. And we're going to bring you guests. We're going to feature a lot of them. I think so dietitians is something we're Jorge definitely focusing on. Jorge is coming. He's mm-hmm. going to, yeah, he's going to start with some plans. Basically it's all about options that work for you. So exactly. Also we're bringing back panels. We've had panels in the past, of course. Yeah. And one of those panels will be um, local people dealing with, diabetes and Mm -hmm. how they have approached it, how they have uh, realized that this is a disease that they have to work into their lives. Right. That and ignoring it, all it does is cause a lot of problems like any health issue. So we're going to have a panel on diabetes as we go forward um, with some experts and then some everyday people who are trying to just live. Just to deal, Mm -hmm. just to understand how to do. I like that. I like that. Love it. You know what? Why don't we take a really quick song break here? As uh, we wait for as the we wait for Jacob. amazing Jacob York. The Jacob York. Yes, from the movie that you should go check out. It's available on iTunes right now. It is. Paternity Leave. It's very good. And we already talked to Charlie David. So I know. So and I'm Matt Riddlehoover. So we're, we kind of... Rumor has it that... Uh, J- and I want to talk to Jake about it. That yeah. he, you know, in this movie, he plays uh, the pregnant spouse of yes, Charlie yes. David. And I guess three hours after he had just met Charlie David for the first time... 
they had a baby together. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to talk about that. <laughs> Interesting conversations. Mm-hmm. How you meet people. All right. We're going to play a song called Sweet Sun by Milky Chance. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And this is your Outspoken Voice. We're very excited. If you remember recently, we got to see uh, the movie Paternity Leave. And we, we did, had yeah. on the wonderful actor we love so much, Charlie David, such a kind man. And of course, we had talked to Matt Riddle Hoover last year, who told us he wanted us to see this film when it came out. Um, it wasn't out for us to see at that time, so we made sure to watch it. One of the things we asked Charlie David, though, was you have got to tell us about Jacob York. And that's why today is happening. Jacob York is an actor. You might have seen him on Adult Swim. Uh, you've seen him in Matt Riddle Hoover movies. You've seen some of his commercials. He's a very funny guy. And we're very excited to welcome Jacob York to the program. Jacob, are you there? Yes, I am. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you for taking time to be with the boys on a Sunday. Oh, gosh, thank you guys so much for having me. Our pleasure. You know, we very much uh, got a big kick out of the movie Paternity Leave. It was hilarious to no end. And your part part was hysterical and touching, and, I mean, it was amazing. And we want to start with how did you get involved with Matt Riddle Hoover and working with him? Uh, He's obviously known to a a big gay audience. Um, He's a great guy. How did you get involved there? Well, um, uh, a few, well, more than a few years ago, um, mm-hmm. uh, a friend of mine did a movie with him called To a T, mm-hmm. uh, which I, I guess is sort of uh, Matt's first uh, big film. I think that, that was the one that he won the, the MySpace Filmmaker Award for right. and all that. Um, and my friend recommended me for the next movie Matt was doing, Book It. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we did bookends together and really enjoyed the process, but it took uh, many years before we were able to come back around again. And I happened to be up in Nashville doing a play uh, when Matt asked me to come out to coffee and uh, talk about this movie that he had in mind about where I would be playing a, a guy that got pregnant. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, of course, I'd love to work with you again. So, <laughs> Just that easily, huh? That's, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. He, uh, he had me come by and um, do an audition uh-huh. for it, but I think that that was more. Um, I think that that was more just to make sure that I was the voice in his head this whole time. Right. Sure. Um, so yeah, yeah, and it was uh, terribly fun and very easy, and he's just a delight to work with. So well, and when we were talking to Charlie, one of the things that Sergey and I both talked about is this: it's this crazy subject matter but you guys approach it with humor and yet it's not it's not dealt with in the movie as if it's like crazy you actually play it pretty straight to how a guy would go through this was it was that the approach that was decided on by the director is that how did you guys collaborate on how are you going to play a pregnant dude yeah uh absolutely well absolutely and i think that there are some moments because uh, Matt has such a fun, uh, whimsical sort of voice uh, in his direction and in his writing, mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. Dustin, the the other writer. He, um, they give you the opportunity to sort of like deal with uh, what it would be like if you were an actual person who was living in this magical realism world, right? Because um, I think that that is the thing that Matt is the most interested in. That's uh, the new one, What's the Matter with Gerald, which is going to be coming out at some point in 2016, right, um, yeah. it is very much the same way in regards to a 
guy who is trying to sort of reckon with this ridiculous circumstance and trying to play it as straight as possible. Right. Uh, but luckily it gives us the opportunity every now and again to kind of uh, cut loose and have some really like fun, silly moments on occasion, but still remain in what looks like kind of the real world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I have to tell you, I didn't even know there was a sequel coming out until I, I was looking at your Facebook page and I about died because I'm really mm-hmm. excited to see <laughs> what how you take it uh, from there. I want to say something else I noticed on your Facebook page is you mentioned that uh, you met Charlie David and then it was like three hours yeah. later, guess what? You're having a baby. Your uh, relationship was very well played on the screen. The The chemistry between the two of you and all of that. How do you do that in three hours? Oh, gosh. Uh, well, I think a lot of it has to do with um, just Charlie being such a such a dang pleasure to work with, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he makes he makes you feel very at ease on set. There is never a moment where it feels like he doesn't know what he is doing, um, which is not, uh, which is always welcome and not always typical mm-hmm. <laughs> of yeah. the people that you're acting with. Um, but he just has a very sort of calm energy to him. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things that I try to do as much as possible is that like, I will, if I'm, getting to know someone on set and I know that I have to build up a lot of chemistry with them. I just ask them as many questions as I possibly can to try and get to know who they are. Even if it's a ridiculous question like, Hey, Charlie, what do you think is your best quality? Uh, You know, what's, what's your favorite song that you're listening to right now? Um, And that tends to spark conversations so that we're, even when we are not shooting a scene, we are always working to try and kind of build chemistry and get to right, know each right. other. You approach it like you're dating. And I have to say, <laughs> exactly. I have to say, Charlie, when he was on the show, he outed you as a straight guy playing a gay guy. Yeah. Is that, you know, you would think in 2016 now that's not a big deal, but it still honestly in some circles is. Was that, did that ever cross your mind or does that, was that, does it change the way you have to build a chemistry with someone who obviously you're very intimate with because you're having a baby? Did any of that come across to you? It doesn't change. Uh, it doesn't change my approach to the character, um, but I do. I take it as a real sort of um, as a, a challenge and a uh, not a challenge, but it's like an honor. It's an honor that that Matt looked at me and said, I know that you're capable of playing this. I think that you are the best person possible for playing this part, so I want you to play this part. Um, it, it means a lot to me. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've played gay men before. There's a, mm-hmm. there's a, a play by uh, Topher Payne, wh- whose title I do not believe I can say on the air. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, it's close to Angry Figs. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. I saw that okay. in your bio. Yeah, um, and so I, I had done it before, and that wasn't an issue, but one of the things that I uh, talked to with him and also with Matt was that, you know, I, I I want to play this, I want to approach this like I would any other character, and it doesn't bother me. It's never been an right. issue where it's, I d- like, I don't care. I, I will have sexual chemistry with yeah, yeah. whoever you put me on screen with. Right. I can do it. <laughs> right. Now, 
playing a gay man's one thing, but you're probably among a few men who got to play a pregnant man. Where where do you draw inspiration from that? I mean, do you do you look at pregnant women on the street and ask them, "Hey, how do you feel right now?" What just just to get character uh, development for that? Well, honestly, so much of what um, you know, I've uh, I'm at that age where I've got a whole bunch of friends getting pregnant. Yeah, and I yeah, sort yeah. of talk to them about it a little bit, but um, but one of the things that I really tried to do is uh make my physicality a a little bit different but not as different as it would be for a woman trying to think about the fact that like you know i'm probably a hundred pounds heavier than a lot of women that are having children and really like uh, sort of trying to inhabit that and not let it affect my physicality as much but just to taste you know uh, stuff like that but um I think that the main thing that helped me was that I um, I just went into it and was able to eat whatever I wanted to <laughs> before shooting. So that was that was enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I know that you've been said that although that's the great part about it, you also maybe aren't as comfortable watching yourself eat on screen. <laughs> and oh you had to God, eat no. a lot during that during that movie. Yeah. What? Tell us <laughs> what that is like. Because first of all, well, I don't know how many takes it takes. Do you have to? continuously eat or you know how some actors you know spit in a bucket or whatever what was that like well we got very lucky because one of the one of my favorite things about working with matt is that he lets you do these super long takes where we're like sort of uh it's very theater in that respect right I think right, that right the um uh there's a scene the the insemination scene for lack of yes. a better term right. um i think that those are all there's a part one and a part two and both of them are either from the same take or from two takes but they're these super long moments and um i remember in the when i was watching it for the commentary i was screaming at myself because it's like jacob why are you why are you shoveling that Chinese food into your mouth and it was a late (laughs) night i was probably really hungry but like (laughs) it looked awful (laughs) (laughs) it's very embarrassing it's very embarrassing to watch yourself as opposed to like I'm a movie star and I'm taking a tiny appropriate bite (laughs) yeah yeah. I love Uh, it it feels like when I go on dates I don't eat because of that very thing well you never see yourself eat so you don't really have a good idea of that Uh, (laughs) that's hilarious now you are also a playwright and uh on you, you do a lot of stage work. What's the transition yeah. like and what's uh you know what inspires you from your stage work into your film work and vice versa? Uh well the the fun thing about stage work is I just like I love the the sort of stamina that it yeah, takes to yeah. maintain uh a focus over 2 hours or whatever. Um and I know that a lot of people talk about the difference in size of performance uh, between being big, having to hit the back row in theater, yeah. and yeah. really letting the camera and the audience come to you on film. Um, but I think it all just comes from a place of emotional honesty and truth and uh, trying as hard as you can to tell whatever story it is that is in front of you. So, you know, like, at the end of the day, there's... There's very little, there are only technical differences. 
but the right, emotional right. truth is always the same emotional truth. Exactly. And, and I have to say, this is like a, a kindergarten question, but the truth is, and a lot of people know it and a lot of people know don't, if you're a stage actor, the, I think one of the fun parts about it is you get to follow the arc of your character you know, from beginning mm-hmm. to the end. And of course, in film work, it isn't the same thing because sometimes you need to shoot this scene, you know, a week before because it just works better. So you're kind of, mm-hmm. your your life is snippet to death. So it is yeah. that very much, how do I connect in this moment with this man to do this scene? Because in this scene, we're really, really in love. And in this scene, I'm mad at him. Uh, do you find, do you, do you have tricks that you've used through your acting? You like to say that you learn a lot, um, from each experience, you talk about the new experience with uh, Matt Riddle Hoover and how much you feel you have learned from acting. Do you do you have to take little pieces and figure out how to make them work? Because it's it's a different way of thinking. Oh yeah, I mean absolutely. I think that um, I don't recall if this is the exact truth, but I know that when, like I said, it's no joke that I I met Charlie David the night for like. Five seconds as I was shooting something else the night before. The next day, I come to set and I'm having the baby. Mm-hmm. Right. And <laughs> I hang out with him at any point. We showed up and it was like, okay, all right, we are as in love as we are at any point in this movie. Mm-hmm. We're having the baby. We have to roll with this. Um, so there are some times where um, you just kind of have to go away, I have to, I can't speak for anyone else, but I have to like go away by myself and, and really um, work to put myself in that headspace and just, you know, think about Charlie and think, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love right, you, I love right, you, in sure. order to get me to that place. Right. Um, but it is, it's not always uh, simple, but hopefully it hopefully it reads as effortless on screen. Fingers it reads well. And one of the other things is you have really great uh, chemistry with both of your co-stars. I have to say the scenes with Chris Salvatore, um, I will admit this, I feel, I mean, I feel like I love that the character played by Charlie and you are together, but there's that secret part uh-huh. of me going, oh, they need to do a movie where they are dating because you guys have some nice chemistry on there. He plays the, the yeah, dollar. Yeah, the, yep. Yes. Um it is very apparent that you have chemistry, that you're able to find it with the people that you're working with, at, you know, in Matt Riddle Hoover's work. Does it make you excited to do more work with, with that whole crew? Oh, my gosh, absolutely. You know, the whenever Matt told me that he was, um, that he was bouncing around the idea for mm-hmm. uh, what's the matter with Gerald, um, it, it wasn't even a question. I jumped to be involved in it because, you know, getting to work with folks like him and Dustin and Cameron, the producer and Josh, the cinematographer, like even behind the scenes to, to work with all of those people. It was fantastic. And so incredibly respectful and skilled and talented. It was phenomenal. And of course, if I had the opportunity to work with, Chris again, if I had the opportunity to work with Charlie again, if I had the opportunity to work with basically anyone in the movie, I would jump at it because it was such a wonderful experience. It was so fantastic. Well, and we all can't wait to see how that turns out. And, uh, you know, in this movie, there was one scene 
that we hope <laughs> won't return in the next movie. And that's right. that's that's the part where uh, <laughs> you you two are making love, and then the thr- you throw up on him. Oh yeah! Uh, what? Oh, yeah. Talk to us about that. How was <laughs> that in filming, and uh, you know, in action? <laughs> um, well, it's uh, that was toward the end of our longest night. It was somewhere oh, wow. along the lines of a that was basically a i think that there were people who were getting up i was not up at that point but there were people who were up preparing to film at four o'clock in the morning oh wow. and we wrapped right around three thirty the next morning wow um, and we knew that we had to get up early and drive the next day so it was an exhausting night and it was toward the end and i uh, i just remember uh being on top of charlie and just looking at him and saying, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry about what I'm having to do to you in, like, ten seconds. And Lori, the uh, the production designer, gave me, like, this mixture that was, like, tomato soup. Oh, no. And I can't... It, it was so awful. And it was so cold. And I was in my underwear. Oh, no. <laughs> it was... It's horribly embarrassing, yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but hopefully, and it always seems to be, it's a thing that, uh, it's a thing that everyone comments on. Yeah. During, oh, well, well uh, sure, sure. Q&As. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, well, I'm sure the, it's the worse. Questions, yeah. The two big questions during Q&As are about that and where does the baby come out? Right. So, <laughs> yep. says, well, and it's the button. It, uh, yes, yeah. if you watch through the That's credits, the you get to see Charlie having a baby, so exactly. you'll get the answer. Yeah. <laughs> you get the answer right there. I have to say, one it's of the things, ab- one of the things about the throw up scene is it's so real, and then <laughs> it's kind of out of nowhere. I don't think anybody watching it, it doesn't come into your conscious that this yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. So tell me, was it a one take, or did you have to throw up on Charlie more than once? <laughs> I throw up on Charlie more than once. Oh no. <laughs> I, <laughs> We we ruined those sheets. Oh my that, gosh! I, you know, I'm Poor sure Charlie. I'm sure it's worse to watch yourself throwing up on film than it is watching yourself eating on yes. film. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah, you know, it's it's you just kind of you just kind of roll with it in yeah. those moments. That's like like eating. It feels like that's something that I have control over. But <laughs> right. Throwing up, it's, you know, what can you do? <laughs> You're not supposed to look glamorous when that happens. <laughs> I love that. Well, I have to say it's a very real scene, which is why I really like it. I do want to ask you if there's any hint at uh, what the movie What's the Matter with Gerald has in store, or do you have, are you allowed to say anything about what the plot is in that one, or are we just going to have to suck it up and wait? Sure, no, I can tell you. It's, uh, it's kind of about this, um, you know, early 30s trust fund baby who, um, who is uh, going through a lot of issues. He's yeah. uh, stuck in a potentially uh, loveless relationship with his significant other and also with his family. Um, and he goes to a, a spiritual healer mm-hmm. who uh, gives, him, uh, gives him these gemstones that are going to help him work through some things. And uh, he gets some visitors that maybe you wouldn't necessarily expect. Uh, and it, it gets kind of uh, kind of weird and kind of fun, and uh, once again, magical realism again. <laughs> I love uh, it. Yeah, it's it's it was. Um, I will say, what's the matter with Gerald was in many respects 
uh, harder because, for me personally, because my character was in a very dark place throughout. Mm -hmm. It's very interesting because I don't know how... um, I don't know how... I feel like paternity leave is so, like, easy and fun, and there are uh, there are obviously, like, dramatic moments to it, um, but at the end of the day, it is a comedy. Right. right. Um, what's the matter with Gerald, I don't think, is a comedy. I haven't seen really? the final mm. cut. Matt could have... Matt could have added Benny Hill music. And, <laughs> right. And it's completely different. Well, I will I say think, it's but... being advertised as a dramedy, which tends to be heavier drama, but with some comedic moments. That's what yeah. I'm. That's what I'm kind of getting the. Yeah. Well. Well, we are going to be hounding. I guess we'll see. Yeah. Matt, you and Charlie to find out when that comes out because we're very excited for it. Before we go, tell. So I know you did uh, some things on Adult Swim, and I know you have this new movie with Matt Riddle Hoover. Uh, where can people always check to see where they can check out Jacob York? Um, the 100% easiest way to uh, find out about my career is on my Facebook page, uh, which you can get to by just going to tinyurl.com slash Jacob York. Um, and also, if you want to follow me on Twitter or Instagram, it is at Jacobster, J-K-O-B-B-S-T-E-R. That is me. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your Sunday to talk to us, to share a little bit about your career and upcoming uh, film. And we'll have you back when that new movie comes out because I'm will. very excited. And you are ve- a very funny man. Yeah. I watched some of your <laughs> some of your reel that you can get on his the Facebook page he mentioned. Uh, yeah, you're a funny guy. So we're excited to see more from you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. All right. Well, have a great Sunday. Y'all too. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye. And that was actor Jacob York. You can catch him in the Matt Riddle Hoover film Paternity Leave. It is available on iTunes right now. I will tell you, Sergey and I have both seen the movie. It is worth seeing. It's it's very funny. It is very funny. It's yeah. you. It's unexpected. That's what I'll say. Yes, it's in unexpected. A lot of ways. And it's all worth it for the throw-up scene. So, you know, just <laughs> you know, stay may- in. Maybe. I, I, <laughs> I won't agree with that. Um, but we are going to take a quick song break here. And then when we come back, we'll uh, dig into a little bit of the dish and wrap it up. So we're going to listen to a song by Garrick, and this is called My Animal. You are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane, 88.1 and 92.3 FM. This is Outspoken. Yay, and that was Garrick. He was on the show uh, last week. He Um, was, yes. Yeah, talking about his single, God Save the Queen. He is international now, and he is pushing a, a hard national look. He's talented. He's so talented. His music is fun, too. That was Animal, and that was the video was fun. It was. You know, we were talking about it backsta- backstage, backstage. Uh, <laughs> off the air, um, and damn, he, he's got a body. Because he talked, when he was on our show, he talked about how, honestly, when he's at home, because in all of his videos, he's very high fashion. Yes, he is. <laughs> but when he's at home, he's like sweats and I'm like, and if you watch this video, you get to see almost all of his body, and I'm just like, yeah. That he's one of those great presents, like you wouldn't know it looking yeah, at him, and yeah, then exactly. the t shirt or the it, yeah. sweatshirt come off, and oh, and you know what? That, I love, I love when uh, guys wear sweat sweaters and sweaters, and uh, sweaters and sweaters, <laughs> you like to, I, to layer the sweaters. <laughs> <laughs> sweatpants is what I meant. Yes. Sweatpants yeah. and sweaters, and then it, it comes off, and you're like, "Wow!" And then you're like, "What?" It's kind of like what I think on. about some hot nerds. Yes, you never yes. guess, and then they they yeah. take off their button shirt, and you're like, Hello. "Wow!" 
And that can always happen all the oh, time. It always. can just keep happening. In please. my head, it happens like 24 hours a day. Yeah. <laughs> it it's amazing. But we always love talking. Of, you just joined us. We just had the interview with Jacob York, who is yeah. uh, co-star of Paternity Leave, which we do highly recommend that you see. It's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, very funny about mm-hmm. two men. And all of a sudden, for some reason... One of them becomes pregnant. It's Uh-oh, an evolution preggers. type thing. Yeah, and it's kind. Of, it's really funny. Cause it it's, is. It's it's high comedy. Well, it, yeah, and it's very high comedy, but it also deals with a lot of, uh, you know, same sex parents and just relationship and re- issues. Yes. That's really mm-hmm. what it's all about. And, and pregnancy I love that. issues. What and pregnancy. Happens that's in true. It, yeah. So it delves so, into a lot of things. And then of so course the next movie with the whole same team from that. Uh, is going to be What's the Matter with Gerald, and that comes out later this year, and we will be uh, looking at that as soon as it comes out as well. Yes, we will. What's, what's the matter with Gerald? What's the matter with Gerald? What's the matter? So Sorry. we'll find out what is the matter. Obviously, we'll be doing the voiceover for <laughs> the previous for that, <laughs> that movie. It's done. It's but sold. as we get into the final stretch mm-hmm. of Outspoken, we're kind of flipping the script a bit, and we're bringing we you the dish now instead of then. And let's start with something that happened earlier this week. We want to talk about the Chief Justice of the Alabama State, or he's not the uh, State Court. Of this Alabama I, Supreme Court. I speak Court, English yes. every other day. Uh, Je- Judge Roy Moore is uh, one of the justices who has been trying to be a little rogue, to use a political pop-button yes. phrase, and deciding that he wants to supersede the Supreme Court's ruling that all gay people can get married across this, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. nation. He says, not in Alabama, not in my court. Now, to clarify, he is saying that that is not the official stance of the court. But, no, it is not. He's but trying to be. Yeah. He's trying. Yeah, he, he like you said, he's trying to go rogue. He's trying to be very uh, my way or the highway. Yeah, and he's and that threatening really work. to take mm-hmm. uh, punishment actions against justices yeah. that go against it. He says that the justices have a ministerial duty not to issue any marriage license contrary to Alabama state law and its constitution. Here's the thing. He's been getting a lot of press. Yes, he has. Rest assured, legally, he really can't do he this. Can't, yeah, well... And remember, you don't uh, get to supersede this. You court. don't get to. Kim Davis legally couldn't do a lot of things, and yet she continued for how long? And That's so this the is problem I have. This is right, exactly. This is long. the situation where it's Kim Davis, but on a higher, higher, higher level, uh, at least for me. And 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 I I don't know. I think it's a little bit late for him to start issuing. You know punishments. And well, and a little late. I, I let's be honest. It's it is happening, especially across it the is, south. Yeah. That there are justices saying you can't do this. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's even happening in the Supreme Court with uh, Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia, yes. who is being even more uh, vocal about how absolutely prejudiced he is. Yeah, and he uses his uh, Catholic religion as his basis for that. And he's getting even louder now. Um, And so you can actually read a bunch of stories that came out this last week about him. But I do want to say there was a, uh, the senior staff attorney, Scott McCoy with uh, the Southern poverty law center released a statement saying, listen, chief justice Roy Moore today issued a dead letter in no way. Does his administrative order supersede judge Grenad's federal injunction prohibiting probate judges from enforcing discriminatory Alabama marriage laws. If probate judges violate the injunction, they can be held in contempt. This is more yet again confusing his role as chief justice with his personal anti-LGBT agenda. In essence, 
you don't get to turn over yes. the Supreme Court's yes, ruling. Yes, yes. You will actually get in trouble as a judge if you do go by what he says he has a right to do because he doesn't have a legal right. He doesn't, yeah. And, I, you know, I think people like this, we should start taking a harder stance on this. And Thank you. maybe if you are going to go against the Supreme Court, the law... You right. are breaking the law and should be at least punished or fired from your right. job. There is a reason when the Supreme Court makes a ruling that yeah. we call it the law of the land. Mm-hmm. It's not the option of the land. Exactly. It's exactly. not the suggestion. Hmm, you should, yeah, you yeah. should consider this. Listen, we mm-hmm. don't mm-hmm. like some things that come down from the Supreme Court. Yeah, uh, Let's talk about the... Uh, you know, the employment stuff with Hobby Lobby. Yes, Let's Hobby talk Lobby, about making corporations, Citizens United, yes, not making a corporations great thing. a person. Mm-hmm. Don't agree with it, but guess what? It's the law. The way to change laws, and you can ask the civil rights movement, and you can ask how we got marriage equality, is that you work within the system, even when it's frustrating, and you work hard for decades if it takes to change it. But you don't get to just say, like, a lot of these quote-unquote Christian are doing and saying, no, I just won't do it. Exactly. Why? Why is what's good for the goose is good for the gander to show mm-hmm. a, a you know to use an old phrase. We were expected as gay men to follow your laws for decades. Yes. Why do you not have to follow the laws now that they have just changed in our favor? You, it doesn't get to be what's good for me works and what's good for you. I don't accept. But that's the way they would like grow it to up. Be. Is what I have to say right. to Absolutely. The Christian right. Absolutely. It makes me angry. I mean, let's just talk about. You know, I know you were just on pins and needles to find out what the uh, one million moms was going to say this year because they have they've been quiet for the first three weeks of the year. We've been lucky. Yes, they're not quiet anymore. No, and they a, finally a, a released a statement. They released a statement based on a sitcom, Jane Lynch's new sitcom, Angel yes. from Hell. Yes, yes. And so they're now attacking, saying this horrible that it it uh, makes a mockery of Christianity. And I would like to say to one million moms, if you're listening that you've already done a really good job of making a mockery of Christianity. <laughs> so this yes. just looks funny. And if it's, you don't uh, like it, I'm probably going to love it. And you know, I, I love when they try and stand up for something um, or Ugh, against something. Gross. Um, it, it never really works. Well, they and, do it uh, with such hate. It, they really do do it with such hate. They always And it's it's something you know irrelevant, I feel, a lot right. of the times, like a sitcom. Right. Like when right. they... When they you know, say you can't read this newspaper or that right. or that thing. You know, it's 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 interesting. But to me. we've said it, and you said it earlier. We've said it a million times. When do we start maybe not putting up with the Kim Davises? Yeah, not putting up with jo- judges like Roy Moore. When do we say, or like Melissa's cakes by Melissa in Portland, Oregon, mm-hmm. who still has not paid the judgment made to them, even though they have At almost all. a yeah. million dollars that's been donated to them? When do we say no? You don't get you they. We are accused of wanting special rights as gay people. When are we going to stand up and say, you don't get special rights just because you're a Christian? You don't. And I'm just tired of playing their game. And it seems like we do. Uh, No longer should we put up with the Kim Davises. We should say, suck it up. This is your job and this is the law. Mm -hmm. Period. And hold them to that because they're accountable. Exactly. And how many other people have to follow the law? Why do you get special treatment? And it's time we stop giving the special Mm -hmm. treatment. Well, they are the law. So really, they can't not follow it. Right. Yeah. But we're yeah. not doing a lot to um, enforce mm-hmm. the law. Mm-hmm. We're just—it really seems like we do a lot of kid gloves, right? And I think the kid gloves need to come off and start enforcing. When it. will we Absolutely. start in this country coming together instead of pulling apart? But I will say it's not that easy. Obviously, mm-hmm. when we still look at the polls that have uh, the front runner of the Republican Party being Donald Trump, 
That's a problem. He stands for hatred. He says horribly bigoted things. He shouldn't be anywhere and near the top. And he does not. No, absolutely not. And he does it unapologetically. And he doesn't and continues, check. He doesn't. He will say anything and everything to make his point come across, right. even if it's illogical. Yeah. And when you call him out on it, he says, well, right. you know, somewhere that's probably true. And there, was I'm a blurb. Stand by it. there was a blurb in this week's uh, Inlander, actually, and it talked about yes, this is the yes. difference. There are liars, and liars typically do it on purpose. Yeah. And there are Trumps, and there's another phrase he used that I can't say on the air. Um, and what he does is just bolster and talk about things he doesn't know about. Yeah. And so he's he's lying by, but it's not with that. He just doesn't care. Right. There is no part of him that cares whether the, the facts are true. He's doing it for the show. And right. that's and, the problem. And you know what? Here's the other thing. We need to worry about what the world mm-hmm. sees us as. And right now, we look pretty, pretty silly. Dumb. Like pretty we have a sideshow that we would even... Well, and the fact that the, sh- with the show has been going on for so long. You know, when this, when this whole thing started in uh, summer 2015, when Trump first got a lot, a lot of attention... You know, I thought, and a lot of people, that it was just going to, you know, the, right? it was going to fade That's out within a few months. But it is like now. the first time when he tried to run for president. Right, exactly. Where it was just kind of, you know, yeah. just a joke, just, really. Yes. But it's now into heading into primary season. And he's still front runner. Right. I, that's that's incredible to me is the fact that for, as a country, mm-hmm. uh, not as a whole, but a large portion of us yes. have supported and racist numbers for so long right and kept him at the top yeah. of the heap it, to me not even a viable candidate to mm-hmm. me it makes me upset that am i going to have to listen for a year to debates between a real democratic p- candidate and trump a real candidate period yes. and trump exactly. and that's yeah but at you least know, if we're going to vote can we can we bring real people who really want to do a good job exactly, to the forefront exactly. whether that be republican or democrat or green party or what have you mm-hmm. can we have real choices this i'm sorry he's he's dangerous to even have gotten this far yeah and when are we going to wake up and realize this is dangerous mm-hmm. you know what i mean and those are the things that that bother me a lot i mean let's talk about how crazy things are the mormon church the mormon church they had a mass exodus of members because they came out and said if You Mm -hmm. are a child of gay parents. You are not allowed in the Mormon church. You will not be baptized. You will not be recognized. That you will be excommunicated. Yeah. For something you have no no part about. No part in. You can stay in, but you have to move out of the house. Yeah. You have to uh, cut all contacts with your parents, and you have to make a statement to the Mormon church that you disavow that they have any right to exist. That's saying a lot. Well, that is very intense. It was a step too far for hundreds of thousands of Mormons around the world. And they because in the Mormon church, it is a process to resign from the religion. Yes, it is a you have to fill out an application. You have to tell them why. A lot of times uh, you are visited a ton of times by your community and your church to make sure that you don't do it. Um, you can have a lawyer fill out the paper. Typically, if the lawyer does it for you and sends it in, the Mormon church has been known not to bother you as much because it's very legal. But here's the thing. So a lot of these mm-hmm. thousands of people got together and went to Salt Lake City from around yep. the world. And there was a big scene saying, and it was a bunch of people mailing in their petitions. There was also a lawyer there who gave free service to help them fill out those uh, resignations from the church. Um 
how very fascinating that the church is making this stance. It's yeah, too far. It is too far, and I think the it it's it doesn't even make sense to me. It no. doesn't make sense. You know, they want to cut all ties with what they call the homosexual agenda. Right. Cut all ties to any lifestyle that any any people that do, they don't yeah. support. You know, they they want to just cut those ties and make you pay for that. But I, yeah. I, I as a religion, I don't think that's viable. And also as human beings, I think that's a very... It's deplorable. It is. It's Well, it's, here's the other thing. Wasn't it something just like six months ago that the Mormon church was working hard to show that they weren't uh, discriminatory against... Right. With, they with were the trying poison, to be more... Poison pill bill that they yes. had. Yes. They were trying really hard to look... What is going on over there? Yeah. That this is changing. But a lot of Mormons are saying... You know, a lot of people are religious, and I have no mm-hmm. problem with religious mm-hmm. people. We need it for different reasons, and you know, and that's great, and I respect you for your beliefs. But they're saying, and it's hard. I'll tell you, I've known a lot of Mormons. They are very, mm-hmm. I've known a lot of very good people who are Mormons, and they, they are very devout, and they believe wholeheartedly in the religion. So I can tell you, for them to stand up, a group of people, and say, this is too far. That's a big deal yeah. because this is very important it, to them as a person. You know, it feels to me as an attack. It is. Yeah. And very, very strategic attack, even on its own members. Um, I, 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 I can't, you know, I can't even imagine why they would do. I mean, I right. know why, but I just, it's crazy. It's crazy. It is. And it makes me sad. But on the other hand, I, I I think it's incredible that so many people flew down to Salt Lake City. So many people resigned from, and as, said this is the last straw. As far away as New Zealand. As far exactly. Mm-hmm. They flew to make a stance. So a part of me lo- loves that there's a stance to be made. Yes. You know, yeah. and that these people do that and uh the support there is 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 definitely incredible. So I would just I you know Mormon Church, you messed up. You messed up big, you and done you would think up. they would get the hint now. Exactly, with hundreds of thousands of people from your own from your own church removing their membership and saying this isn't okay. Yeah. I will say this: they're using a very weird. They're saying, well, you know, we uh, don't allow children of polygamous groups. And we make them disavow. So they're using this very, yeah. and they're saying, well, because if we allow, so they're going back to very old school fights. They're right. saying, well, if we allow mm. gay children, that means what we've all heard a million times. We're going to allow bestiality and we're going to allow polygamy exactly. and we're going to have, exactly. and it's going back to a, a very archaic argument. Mm. So that's the other thing that doesn't make sense. Well, and also you're asking children, you're asking kids to say i my parents don't exist for me right how oh you're you? making orphans of children you're not that is not what you're supposed to be doing there as a go. religion you nailed it you're making orphans of children and that's what that's a horrible okay. thing to do i will yeah. say this one of the one of the people who who resigned he's a straight man he has mm-hmm. two teenage daughters him and his wife chose because they have gay friends that this wasn't right and they left the group and he said yeah. the hardest thing for him was allow giving himself permission to leave the Mormon church because it was such a heart-wrenching thing yeah, because yeah. they're taught to, you know, uh, to respect the, what the elders say. They're taught to, you know, this is a very important part of their life. And he said, so he actually went down and um, did a, kind of like a documentary style video mm-hmm. of different people who were disavowing the church and getting out of the church. And he says, one of the phrases that helped him is a phrase he has each of them look at the camera at the very mm-hmm. end of their their interview and say, and it's, it's okay, you are loved, you can go. 
And what a beautiful that statement. Is. Honestly, that and is. it's kind of poignant too because it's a lot like what sometimes you have to say to someone who is dying that mm-hmm. won't let go. It's okay. You are loved. You can go. And what a very empowering, but a very like, it brings it home to realize how emotional it must be. Yeah. Well, you've you know? dedicated your whole life to it. Yeah. yeah I'm it's sure I, it must be. Right? I, I, you know, I used to call that old song, yeah. uh, Losing My Religion. And I went through that with my mm-hmm. Southern Baptist mm-hmm. religion. You know what it's like. I do. Being yeah. raised in these religions and having to go, because you're terrified. It's all you've ever known. Exactly. And then what What now? Where to? There's no exactly. answers all of a sudden. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's very If the rules aren't there, intense. am I really doing something horrible? And all of the rules I've learned is I'm going to hell. And, you yeah. know, it's yeah. not that thing. But I actually think that phrase can be used for a lot of people out there. Uh, who are going through a lot of scary things. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just encourage you all to repeat it. It's okay. You are loved. You can go. And I love that. That is that is a good point and a great place to uh, kind of wrap up. So we are going to go into our last song um, before we exit out of this. Now, Kurt's being kind of a pill right now. And <laughs> he so conveniently. Just right now? Just at, Well, you know what? Just right now. <laughs> You know that he so conveniently decided to close all of the music that we had, which <laughs> is my favorite thing remember, that he loves to do. Remember that he is just the beginning. He oh yeah, that's right. You know what? We are going to be playing a Steve Grant song. Bring it. We always love to end with Steve Grant. And it's going to be All American Boy because of Jonathan. <laughs> In just a second. Again. <laughs> you are back with KYRS Medical Lake Spokane 88.1 and 92.3 FM. And that was our birthday boy, Josh Swan's future husband. That was our that birthday was. boy. That was. <laughs> so today we kind of got to talk about a lot of things. We got to talk to Miguel Angelo about his song his, and album. And his Blue amazing Angel. talent. His He's amazing a very talent. talented man. Exactly. Check out his music. Hey, we were multicultural today. We were, yes. And then we had Jacob York on to talk about future projects and uh, paternity leave, his last movie that he did. Yes, it's hilarious. Love it. Amazing. A lot of fun. So do that. And then remember to join us next week. As always, we are too much fun. We have actor Ben Bauer on the show with us that day. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Watch us throughout the week. Go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Outspokesman to see everything that we got going on during the week. And find us on Twitter at Outspokesman as well. And we will catch you next week.